Good evening. Today we'll be studying and beginning the first chapter of Hilchot Ma'achalot Asurot, the laws um, dealing and concerning uh, forbidden foods. And just uh, to bring us back a little bit, uh, we are still in uh, Sefer Kedusha, uh, the treaties of uh, Kedusha, of how we are Jewish people are sanctified. And we just finished Hilchot Usure Bi'ah, and we'll be beginning Ma'achalot Asurot, and we'll also, after we finish Hilchot Ma'achalot Asurot, we'll be dealing with Hilchot Shehita. Um, both the aspect of uh, marriage and Bi'ah, uh, and Ma'achalot um, Asurot, and the laws of eating the proper foods, are both things Harambam regarded as things that make the Jewish people sanctified and distinguished from the other nations. Um, and it, and this point is um, demonstrated by the Jewish people's behavior in both of these issues. So again, um, the Jewish people sanctify themselves by um, keeping the laws of Isurebi'ah, of forbidden marital relations, and Hilchot Ma'achalot Asurot, along with Hilchot Shehita, um, that we will begin, Be'ezrat Hashem, after we finish finish our current tree. So we'll be listing now the mitzvot of Hilchot Ma'achalot Asurot. Yesh bichlalan shemoneh ve'esrim mitzvot. This treatise has one of um, the more fruitful, I would say, um, in t- terms of number of the mitzvot. Um, this treatise has 28 um, mitzvot. Arba mitzvot aseh arba ve'esrim mitzvot lota aseh for positive prescriptions and 24 negative prescriptions. Vezehu piratan, and they are the following. Number one, livdok besimene behema vehaya lehavdil ben teme'a litora. The first one is to check and to distinguish between, um, in terms of the signs um, of wild animals. And sorry, in terms of domestic animals, that is behema. From now we'll call them behemot, and wild animals. From now we'll call those um, hayot. Those are animals that are not domesticated. And to differentiate between those pure species and those impure uh, species. And the reason why um, we have a mitzvah to differentiate and to distinguish between the simanim is for us to render a decision and to determine based on these simanim which animals are permitted to be eaten and which animals are prohibited to be eaten. As we'll see the specifics of what a behema and haya are in chapter one. Number two, the second mitzvah is to check and differentiate between the signs of birds and to differentiate between the pure and impure um, birds um, that are, again, um, either permitted or prohibited to be eaten. Number three, also to differentiate between the signs of locusts and to distinguish between the pure and impure animal. Number four is to check uh, the signs of fish and to differentiate between the tame and the tahor. Number five, the fifth prescription is not to eat a um, impure animal domesticated animal or wild animal, that's again behemah v'haya. Number six, not to eat a um, impure bird. Number seven, not to eat impure fish. Number eight, not to eat uh, winged insects. Number nine, not to eat um, reptiles. Number ten, 
and not to eat creepy crawlers like worms or anything of that sort. Number 11, not to eat um, fruit worms once they um, come out into the open and um, are separated from the fruit. Number 12, not to eat uh, creatures other than fish that live in the water, for example, um, water snakes. Number 13, not to eat a nevela, as we'll see um, in the following chapters. A nevela is either a behema, haya, or of that either died a natural death without being um, slaughtered according to the laws of Shahita, or if it was slaughtered according if it was slaughtered, but something went wrong in the uh, Shahita and it was not slaughtered again according to the proper halakha. A nevela, as we'll see, it, it is metame by someone uh, touching it and can impurify someone by touching it. Um, number 14, um, not to derive any benefit from a shor niskal. A shor niskal is a shor that was judged um, and rendered to be stoned. Um, for example, if it killed or gored an individual or if it um, had relations with an individual, or was, yes, or yes. So this type of shor, it is forbidden to um, derive any benefit from it because it is to be stoned. Number uh, 15, not to eat a terefa. A terefa is an animal that was um, killed by another animal, or if it died on its own with some type of illness. Um, and this type of, um, animal is not metame. Um, therefore, once yes, yeah, so the, the and the meat of a um, terefa is prohibited to be eaten. But once it is slaughtered, um, it um, is not a nevela and is not uh, does not purify someone by touching it. Number sixteen, not to eat the limb of a live animal. Number seventeen, not to eat or drink, obviously, blood. Number 18, not to eat the forbidden fats of a uh, kosher behema. Number 19, number 19 is not to eat um, the gid of an animal. The gid is um, a type of nerve, um, which is, um, I'm pretty sure, widely accepted. It's called the sciatic nerve of, um, of, an, of the animal. And this only applies to Behemot and Hayot, not to Ofot. Um, Ofot don't really have a Gidan as we'll see. Number 20, number 20 is not to eat milk and meat. Number 21, not to um, cook milk and meat together. Number 22, number 22, um, it is prohibited to eat um, bread that was made out of um, wheat of the new harvest before the Qurban Minha, uh, the, the Qurban Minha of the Omer was brought on the second day of Pesach, which would be Tetzayin uh, Nisan. Number 23, not to eat roasted wheat from new produce. Um, again, Hadash is um, the produce and wheat that was, um, that was um, reaped Again, prior to, um, yeah, that was reaped of the new year, prior to the bringing of the Korban HaOmer. Um, 
Number 24, not to eat um, soft barley, that's carmel, from the new produce. Number 25, not to eat from the fruits of a tree that it is its first three years um, of bearing fruit. Number 26, not to eat um, produce that was mixed with grape um, grape leaves or grapevines. Number 27, not to eat untithed produce. Number 28, number 28 is not to eat wine that was set to be libated for Abu Dazara. And the elaboration of these mitzvot are in the following chapters. Okay, Hilchot Ma'achalot Asurot, Perik Aleph, and with that we will begin the first chapter of Hilchot Ma'achalot Asurot. Halacha Aleph, Mitzvat Aseh min hen hasimanim shemabdilin bahen ben behema vehaya vaof vedag vehagav shemutar leochlan uven sheen mutar leochlan. It is a positive prescription to distinguish uh, the signs of which um, kosher, of which animals are kosher and which animals are um, not kosher, thereby um, they would be permitted or prohibited to be eaten. In regards to, again, a behema is an undomesticated animal, a haya is a, sorry, a behema is a domesticated animal, a haya is an undomesticated animal, an of is a bird, um, dag is a fish, hagav is um, a locust, uh, as the Torah says, The Torah says that you shall distinguish between the um, pure and impure animals and the pure and impure birds and between the pure and impure hayot, um, wild animals, and those that may be eaten and those that cannot be eaten. Halacha bet and um, yes, halacha bet. Simane The signs of behemot and hayot are explicit in the Torah. Vehen simanim, and they are two simanim. Mafreset parsa umaalat gera. Mafreset parsa is an animal that has cloven or split hooves, and maalat gera is an animal that chews its cud. And when we say chew its cud, um, we're referring to the digestive process in which the animal eats food, um, it chews the food, and then it swallows the food, and after it swallows the food, the food comes back up, and the animal chews it a second time, and then um, swallows the food again, and that is what we mean when we say ma'alat girat, chews its cud. And kosher animal requires both of these two signs, again, mafreset parsa, Split hooves and ma'alat gera choose its cut. Behold behema shehi ma'alat gera, behold behema vehaya shehi ma'alat gera, en la shenaim balehi ha'ilion. And any behema or haya that is that choose its cut does not have front teeth in its upper jaw. Behold behema shehi ma'alat gera, harehi mafreset parsa, huts min hagamal. And any animal that is a ma'alat gira that chews its cud. It also has split hooves, with the exception of the gamal. The gamal is the camel. And also, any behema that has split hooves, it also 
choose its cud, again, with the exception of the um, hazir. Hazir is the pig. Halacha gimal. Lefikach hamotze behema bamidbar ve'eno makira umtza'ah hatucha haperasot bodek befiha. Therefore, if an individual found a behema in the wilderness and doesn't recognize it, and he saw that its hooves are split, he can check her mouth. If it doesn't have teeth in its up, front teeth in its upper jaw, we can. It is clear that um, it is tehora that it is pure. This is provided that he knows what a gamal, what a camel looks like. If he found an animal that its mouth um, was cut up, he can check its hooves. If the hooves were split, it is um, tahor. And this is provided that he knows what a pig looks like so that he can um, throw it out. If it's a pig, obviously he would be prohibited to eat it. If he found the animal, the behema, and its mouth was cut up and its feet were cut up as well, there's one other sima that he can check, and that is at the end of the tail. If he found that the flesh in the back of the tail runs crosswise, it is tahor. This is provided he knows what a donkey looks like, because the donkey also, um, its flesh runs crosswise as well. That um, had a that gave birth to um, something that resembled a behemah Even if it does not chew its cud or have split hooves, rather it is like um, and resembles some type of horse or a donkey. Um, in almost every respect, is permitted to eat this animal. But when does this apply? This is only when the animal gave birth in the individual's presence. But if he had a, if he left a pregnant cow in his herd, and he came back and found a pig that is something resembling a pig that is following the cow. Even though it is nursing and suckling from the cow, it is a safek, and it is prohibited to be eaten. Because we suspect that this type of animal was born from an impure animal. And it followed the pure animal. And impure animal, now the flip side, that gave birth to an animal that resembled a, a pure animal. Even though it has split hooves and chews its cud, even though it resembles an ox or a sheep in every respect, it would be prohibited to be eaten. Because any offspring of a non-kosher animal is not kosher, is tameh. And any animal that was born from a tahor animal, a kosher animal, is tahor. Therefore, a 
impure fish that was found in the belly of a pure fish is prohibited. But the tahor fish that was found in the belly of a non-tahor fish is permissible. Because in this case, in the case of fish, rather, um, it does not um, it does not grow in its belly. Rather, uh, we assume that it was swallowed. So again, if a kosher fish was found in the belly of a non-kosher fish, that kosher fish is per permitted to be eaten. But the flip, flip side, if a duck tame was found in the belly of a duck tahor, is prohibited to be eaten. Because again, we assume that the fish was swallowed. Not that, that it was grown from the fish itself. Halakha zayn. gave birth, and we find that its child had two backs or two spines. It is prohibited to be eaten, and this is the shesua, the type of split animal that the Torah was referring to. When it said, these from the animals that chew its cud and have split hooves, you shall not eat, namely the shesu'ah. Um, as if to say, an animal that was born, that was split, um, and to two types of behemoth. Because again, it has two sp spines and two backs. Also to a behema that in its womb was a bird. Even if we find that it is a, the bird is tahor, it is prohibited to be eaten. The only, um, only that which had split hooves from, that was born from the animal was permitted to be eaten. Now, we'll, um, Harambam here will list um, the um, kosher behemoth and hayot. And I'll admit that I myself am not an expert um, by any stretch of the imagination um, in regards to these, to these animals, but I did do a little bit of research. And the ones that the animals um, that I know I will name, and the animals that I don't know, if anyone has any suggestions, I'd love uh, to hear them. Um, and the same applies for when soon we'll um, we'll list the different types of bird birds that are uh, prohibited to be eaten. The same goes for those as well. And also, just I'd like to point out that Harambam does not in any place um, identify these animals. I neither the he doesn't identify the behemot or the hayot or the um, ofot. Rather, he simply lists them as the Torah lists them as well. Of all the animals, of all the behemot and hayot in the world that are uh, the, the only ones that are permitted for us to eat are the ten species that are listed in the Torah. There are three types of behemoth. The hen, shor, se, ve'ez. And they are the ox, 
the sheep and the goat. Veshivat mine haya and seven um, types of hayot. Ayal utzvi ayal is a deer utzvi veyahmur veakov edishon utov azamer. Ayal again is a deer. A tzvi is a gazelle. A yahmur is another type of deer called a roe deer. The akko is a type of wild goat. I'm not sure um, exactly which goat this refers to, but what I found, it's a wild goat. Vidishon is a pie guard, and that's the name of it, P-Y-G-A-R-D, if anyone wants to look it up. Uto, it, the te'o is an antelope. Vazamer, uh, Zamer is interesting because Rabbeinu Sa'ad Yaga'on um, identifies this with the giraffe, but there are other chachamim that identified it with other animals. Hen uminahen, so these species and their subspecies. Kegon shor habar vehammeri, for example, the wild ox or the buffalo. Shehen mimin hashor, that is a subspecies of the shor. Vechol asara minin uminahen ma'ale geram umafrise parsain. All of these ten species and their subspecies all chew their cud and have split hooves. Lefikach mishehu makiran eno tarikh libdok lo bapeh velo baraglaim. Therefore, anyone who knows and can recognize these species does not need to check their mouths or their hooves or their feet for split hooves. Even though all of these animals are permitted to be eaten, we must distinguish and differentiate between the the behemot tehorot and the hayot tehorot. Because a haya, it's all of its fat, the, the fat that would be forbidden if it was a behema is permitted to be eaten, and but its blood after the shahita must be covered. But a behema tehora, it's forbidden if anyone eats its forbidden fat, the he would be liable for karet, but the blood of the behema is not um, the blood, yes, after the shahita of the behemah is not required to be covered. The simane hayya mipiya shimuahin in the signs of the hayya are known by tradition, known by Torah shebe alpeh. Halakha iyod. Kol min shehu mafris parsa o ma'ala gira v'yesh lo karnai mefutsalot kigon hayyad, harezo hayya tehora bevadai. Any species of hayyot that chews its cud and has, has split hooves and has horns that branch out and split like a um, like a deer. Um, it is definitely a haya tehora. It, but if its horns um, don't branch out and split, if its um, horns were curved in and ringed like the horns of an ox, and they were curved and notched like the um, like the horns of a goat, and the notches um, and rings follow each other along the horns, and are rounded like the horns of a gazelle, gazelle. These an animal that has these these types of horns is a hayatehora. And its horns has to have its these those three signs. 
it has to have the, the horns have to be um, they have to um, be ringed and they have to have notches and they have to be round. If anyone wants to look um, for a great um, illustration of this, I highly recommend um, Rabbi Yochai Makbili's edition, um, where he has um, really fantastic pictures of these of the di different types of um, of horns, as well as other simanim, uh, the simanim of the behemot and hayot, uh, the the um, as what well, we mentioned with the split hooves and the front um, teeth, and also as we'll see the simanim of the ofot. This only applies in regards to a species that an individual does not recognize or can identify. But the seven species that the Torah lists, if he was able to identify them, even if he didn't find that it had horns, he may eat its um, fat and must cover. Um, its blood. The wild ox, min behemahu, is a type of behemah. And the keresh, uh, it is unclear um, what the keresh is. It's listed in the Talmud and Masechet Hulin Daf Nun Tet. And um, there are some that wanted to identify the keresh with a giraffe. Um, but there are the others who um, wanted to identify it with an oryx, and it's spelled as O-R-Y-X, which is a type of antelope, um, is considered a haya, and even despite the fact that it only has one horn. And any animal that you're unsure of if it is a um, haya, or a, if, if it is a species of a haya or the species of a behemah, asur, its helev is prohibited. But if someone eats it, he would not be liable um, for malkut. Um, et damo, and he has to cover its blood because, again, we're not sure um, what type, if it's a behemah or a haya. Halacha yud gimel. Kil'ayim haba min behemah tehora im haya tehora. Kohan nikra koi, the hybrid animal that is born out of a behemah tehora and a hayat tehora is called a koi. The koi is also um, mentioned in the Talmud in Masechet Hulin. And the Harambam, um, in, in a couple of different places, um, gives different descriptions for um, this koi. But it seems to be that it is a type of animal that is similar to an ez and a tsevi. So this koi. Because again, it is a safek, it is forbidden to eat its halev, but one would not be liable for malkut if he ate it and must cover its blood after the shahita. Also, as, just as a general rule, a impure, a um, would can never become impregnated by a behema um, or haya tehora. Halakha yod dalid. Now again, as I mentioned, I'm not an expert in these types of animals. So the animals that I was able to identify um, based on doing a little bit of research, I will um, translate them. But those, again, I'd love to hear from anyone who has any suggestions for the these types of birds. The 
signs of the kosher birds were, are not explicit in the Torah. Rather, the Torah only listed the impure animals. But the other types of birds are permitted. And the prohibited animals, there are 24 types, and they are the following. Number one, nesher, nesher is vulture, peres, the, number three, ozniya, ozniya is an osprey, number four, da'a, vehi hara'ah amurabi mishne Torah, number four is the da'a, and it is also known as the ra'ah that is mentioned in um, the mishne Torah, um, in Sefer Devarim. Number five, aya, aya is a falcon, vehi hadaya amurabi mishne Torah, which is also known as the da'ya in Sefer Devarim. Number six, min ha'aya sheken katuv bah lemina. Mikelal shehen shenem minin. The ayah, the another, yes, there's an, there is another type of falcon and a subspecies of it that the Torah said um, of the falcon, the ayah and its subspecies, um, implying that there are two species that are prohibited. Orev, the orev is a raven. Number eight is zarzir. Sheken neemar be orev lemino lehavi et hazarzir. That the Torah mentioned the orev and its subspecies. In order to include the zarzir, which is another type of raven. Number nine, the ya'ana, the ya'ana is an ostrich. Number 10, tahmas. Number 11, vishahaf. Number 12, venets. Number 13, vishurnika, vihum min nets. Shigen katu bo lemineu. The shurkina is another type of nets. The, the Torah listed the nets and its subspecies. Number 14, vichos. Uh, the chos is a type of owl. Number 15, number 16, is another type of owl. Number 17, also another type of owl. Number 18, is a pelican. Number 19 is raham. Number 20 is hasida, the stork. Number 21, number 22, same thing with that we mentioned with the orev, that the anafa has the Torah lists and its species. So the obviously to include another type of anafa. Number twenty-three Number twenty-four The atalef is a bat. Hare arba'a that amounts to twenty-four forbidden birds. Number halacha tet vav. Kol mishehu baki b'minim elu uvishmotan hareze ochel kol of she'eno mehen ve'en tzarich bedika. Anyone who is an expert that knows these species of birds by their and their names may eat any other type of bird that is not one of the 24 that we mentioned he doesn't need to check and the um a an of tahore bird is permitted to be eaten by tradition and this um, tradition that we're referring to is that it is commonly accepted in that locale that that bird is tahor. And a hunter is allowed to say that this type of bird was permitted to me by my um, master who was a um, my teacher who was also a hunter. This is provided that this hunter is known to be an expert in these um, 24 species of birds and their names. Anyone who doesn't know 
uh, one these and can and cannot identify these 24 forbidden birds can check the following signs that Hahamim gave. Call off shehu dores veochel beyadua shehu meelu haminin vetame. Any animal that is a bird of prey and seizes its prey with its claws, it is definitely uh, one of the 24 um, forbidden birds and is tame. If, however, it does not, it is not a bird of prey. If it has one of the following three signs, it is a an of tahor, and the signs are the following: If it has an etzba yetera yetera, and etzba yetera um, is that it has an extra talon, and there's a mahluket between Rashi. And the Ran, Rabbeinu Nisim Migerondi, who um, identified this etzba yetera in different ways. Rashi says that the etzba yetera is a talon or finger that is behind um, the, um, the three fingers in front. So it's like a finger in the back. If anyone sees a chicken, um, they can identify that pretty easily. And the Ran... Is, says that it's an additional finger in the front that is longer than the other um, fingers. And again, as I mentioned, Rabbi Yochai Makbili has a great illustration of this in his edition of the Mishnah Torah. So that's the Etzba Yetera. The Etzba Yetera, again, is the extra talent, either in the back or in the front. Or Zefek. The Zefek is the crop, which is something um, at the throat um, of the chicken that protrudes. If anyone, again, has seen a chicken, it's pretty easy to tell what this is. Vehi hamur'a, which is also known as the mur'a, the Torah um, coins the, the zefek as the mur'a. Or shehaya kurkevano niklaf bayad. Or if the kurkevan is pe can be peeled um, by hand, the kurkevan is the gizzard. And again, if anyone wants to see, Rabbi Yohan Makbili has a great um, illustration of this in his edition of the Mishnah Torah. So again, the three simanim of the of are, um, yes, obviously, if it's not a bird of prey, or if it has the etzba yetera, or the zefek, or kurkevan miklach. Halachat yodzayn. Lefi she'en bechol elu haminim ha'asurin min she'eno dores, ve'yesh bo echad misimanim elu, chutz miperes ve'ozniyah. All of the forbidden um, birds that are not birds of prey, have one of these three signs. Hang on one second. Yeah, so... Yes, the fish and... Yes. So these signs can be relied on because all of these um, forbidden birds... Uh, because out of all of the forbidden birds, only two of them that do not um, that aren't birds of prey, but they have one of the um, simanim, namely those are the peres and the osnia. The peres I was not able to identify, but it seems that it's a type of vulture, and the osnia is the osprey. But the um, Peres and the Ozniya are not don't dwell in inhabited places. Rather, they live in the deserts and in the exotic islands that are very far, that are beyond 
um, places where people typically do, dwell. So we may rely on the three signs that we mentioned, um, provided again, because again, the Pires and the Oznia um, are not um, a threat for us to be confused with them. If the kurkevan, the gizzard, can be peeled with a knife, but not by hand, and it doesn't have one of the other two signs, even though it is not a bird of prey, it is a safik. But if the gizzard was hard and firmly attached, and he left it out in the sun, um, for it to soften up, and then it was um, able to be peeled by hand, it is that um, that bird is permitted. The Geonim said that they have a tradition um, that they only, uh, that they do not render a decision in regards to a bird um, if um, they, if there was only one sign, unless that sign was that it, the kurkevan was able to be peeled by hand. So if the kurkevan was is able to be peeled by hand, the geonim have a tradition that that type of animal is, um, per, that type of bird is permitted. But if the kurkevan was not able to be peeled by hand, even though it has the zefek or the additional yetera, the additional etzma, they never uh, permitted this type of animal, but it seems that they did permit an animal, a bird who, with whom the kurkevan um, is able to be peeled by hand. Halakha kaf kol of sheholek et raglav any animal that parts its feet while sitting on a wire, two uh, claws on one side and two claws on the other side, or if it seizes um, prey in the air and eats it in the air, it is a bird of prey and forbidden to be eaten. Any, any bird that flocks with the um, with an impure type of bird and resembles them, it is considered also to be tameh. Halakha kaf alef. Mine hagavim she'itira Torah shemona. There are eight types of locusts that the Torah permitted, and they and they are the following. Hagav, a grasshopper. Umin hagav vehi haduvnit. And it's a type of grasshopper that is called the duvnit. Three, hargol. Hargol is a cricket. Number four, umin hargol vehi atzronia. Another type of hargol that is called the atzronia. Number five, arbe. Uh, locust, number the common locust. Uh, number six, umin arbe vehi tsiporet keramim. Number six is a type of locust called the tsiporet keramim. Number seven, solam. Uh, solam is another type of locust. Number eight, umin solam shehi yohana yirusha yohana yohana yirushami. Uh, number eight is another type of um, is a type of the solam which is called the yohana yirushami. Number twenty-two, mishehu baki halachat number twenty-two. Anyone who is an expert in these um, types of grasshopper and locusts um, and knows them by their name, 
may eat them. That Sayyidina Iman alayhim ka'of and a hunter is believed in regards to their identification, just as he would be believed for a bird. But anyone who is not an expert can check their signs. And they have the following three signs. Any that any uh, any grasshopper or locust that has four legs. And four wings that the wings overlay most of its most of the lengths of its, its body and most of its circumference of its body. And it has two legs um, for which to jump. It is a permitted type of animal. So again, it has four has that four legs, four wings that overlay the majority of its length and its circumference, and it has two legs with which to jump. Even if its head is long and it has a tail, if its name, if it is termed as a hagav, it is permitted to be eaten. Any of the locust or, um, or grasshoppers or crickets that it has um, that doesn't currently have wings or um, or legs with which to jump or wings that cover the majority of its body even it and but will in the future after it grows it is permitted to be eaten now in regards to fish there are two signs if the fish has fins and if the fish has scales, it is permitted to be eaten. When we say fins, it refers to fins that the fish uses it to swim. Kaskeset are scales that covers its entire body. And any fish that has a kaskeset, that has scales, also definitely has fins as well. If it currently does not have um, a senapir, yes, if it doesn't currently have a fin, but it will grow when it gets older, or if it currently has scales, but it will shed its scales once it leaves the water, it is permitted to be eaten. But also, if uh, the scales don't fully cover its entire body, it is um, permitted. Even if the fish has only one scale and one fin, it is permitted to be eaten. With that, we finish the first chapter of Hilchot Machalot Asurot. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.